Good morning, loyal listeners, and welcome to Mercury, a broadcast of hope. It is now day 223 of our broadcast. Today, I am reading another story given to us by a traveler named Carly. She has covered more ground than anyone else we've met and gave us several stories for us to read on the air. She writes, This story takes place near Baltimore. I had been on the move for a few days when this happened, so it was probably a good idea to rest up a bit before getting into too urban of an area. Cities can be really congested with zombies, so it's a good idea to not be too tired when you get near one, so you have the energy to fight them off if you get in a pickle. Or avoid them as much as you can, really. I knew I was getting relatively close because my zombie encounters were gradually getting more frequent. Because of this, I was staying very alert as I walked, and I saw them before they saw me. I quickly ducked out of sight behind a tree. It was a couple, a man and a woman, and they were carrying in their arms, you guessed it, a baby. But I didn't know that at first. They were coming towards me, and I considered for a second whether I should stay hidden or step out and meet them. Their movements were quick but cautious. It was when the baby made a sound that I realized what they were holding. It wasn't crying, but it made an undeniably baby sound. It caught me off guard, and I froze. These people must have been crazy. They were traveling with zombie bait. Without thinking, I stepped out from behind the tree... I wanted to see it. I don't know why. I've never been particularly crazy about babies, but for some reason, I wanted to see this one up close. They were hesitant when they saw me, but I held up my hands in a friendly, I'm unarmed kind of way and approached slowly. We greeted each other and introduced ourselves. They were Megan and Daniel. Their baby whose name was Nazareth, was just two weeks old. I wanted to talk to them. It was late in the day, so I suggested finding a suitable place for the night. I offered to share some food with them that I was carrying, and they agreed. That evening, and over the course of the next few days, I got their story. Megan and Daniel had been part of a larger group of seven people that weren't anchored in one place, but sort of moved as they used up supplies. It's a sort of nomadic lifestyle you come across these days. When Megan realized she was pregnant, which was about a month into this thing, they didn't know what to do. A baby is the last thing you want to deal with during the zombie apocalypse. After the first trimester, Megan began to show, and they had to talk to the rest of the group. Of course, no one was in favor of bringing a baby into the world, much less traveling with one. But what could they do? Dan and Megan stayed with their group as long as they could, but they eventually had to separate from them as it got harder and harder for Megan to travel. They found a suitably safe place to stay for the last few weeks before he was born, and then Megan gave birth to little Naz. Traveling with a group is very different than surviving alone. 
which Dan and Megan were quick to find out. There are many advantages to other people having your back and division of labor. Being alone, you have to take care of everything yourself. As any new parents will tell you, babies take a lot of time, energy, and work, even without trying to avoid being eaten by a zombie. Throw that into the mix, and I could see being easily overwhelmed by life. And they were. By the time I met them, Dan and Megan were barely making it. When I asked them why they had the baby, they said they didn't mean to. I'm not sure what other answer I was expecting. Back in the real world, they had taken precautions to not get pregnant, but then the world fell and birth control wasn't available anymore. This is probably a common enough story, and it's about that time that babies from the beginning of this are starting to be born, like little Naz. I stayed with them for about a week. They needed help, and I could give it to them. I helped them gather supplies and let Megan get some much-needed rest. I'm sure it only seemed like it, but zombies seemed to be ridiculously attracted to the sound of the baby crying. Babies cry. There is no way around it. I convinced them that they needed to find a community to join. It took a few days, but I finally convinced them, which meant that it was time to travel, which I knew would be dangerous. But we did, and we made it to a community within a few days, and they took them in. There is something about a newborn that gets to people. They had a doctor who checked out baby Naz and declared him healthy. Megan was borderline malnourished as she and Dan hadn't been eating enough, and her body was putting everything into breastfeeding. But she would be okay. After a very comfortable night in a safe community, I left the next day. I wanted to see Pittsburgh. Thanks for listening, everyone. We're glad that Dan, Megan, and the baby are safely in a community now. For Mercury, a broadcast of hope, I'm Agnes Drew. Take care of each other.